and A to Z of the Holy Land, from Arab to Zion, with Ed Kessler, founder director of the Wolf Institute. Episode 5, E for Environment. God said, all I have created, for your sake I have created it. Pay heed that you do not corrupt and destroy my universe, for if you corrupt it, there is no one to repair it after you. Mitrash Kohelet Rabba, 720. Soundscape of the Old City of Jerusalem Nothing illustrates the environmental challenge facing the Holy Land better than the decline of the Sea of Galilee, also known as Lake Kinneret, to its lowest level for a hundred years. The sea covers 62 square miles, that's about 160 square kilometers, and 12 years ago provided 400 million cubic meters a year of fresh water. Now pumping is limited to about 40 million cubic meters. Walking on the lake may, if trends continue, no longer be the miracle it once was. Similarly, the 350-kilometer-long River Jordan, which starts in the foothills of Mount Hermon in Lebanon and ends in the Dead Sea, is under threat with increasingly high levels of pollution. In places, it flows more like a stream than a river. It is shared by Israel, Palestine, Jordan and Syria, and although all use its depleting reserves, Israel has used them most of all. The Jordan River Basin is the driest in the world due to a combination of overuse, climate change and regional conflict. According to Gideon Bromberg, the Israeli director of EcoPeace, an organization of Israeli, Palestinian and Jordanian environmentalists, the mindset of the conflict is leading to the complete demise of the River Jordan. Water conflict has lasted for decades and is part of the broader Arab-Israeli conflict. Essentially, the weaker and often downstream countries want additional water to supply growing cities, support irrigation, and facilitate an improved standard of living. Israel, being strong, has acquired most of what it wants in its goal to make the desert bloom. Jordan and Palestine, being weak, have had to adjust to what is available. Water can also contribute to conflict resolution. And in the 1994 peace agreement with Jordan, Israel agreed to pump 55 million cubic meters a year to its neighbor. This is one reason why it's committed to building desalination plants. A beneficiary is the Sea of Galilee, which is now receiving seawater from the coast 50 miles away, making the desalination project critical to its survival. Presently, Israel has built five major desalination plants along the Mediterranean coast, providing 80% of the drinking water which it consumes annually. As well as desalinated water, approximately half of the country's water supply is derived from reclaimed, treated, wastewater and brackish water. The future of the Holy Land water supply depends then on water conservation, desalination and the development of reclamation infrastructure. For its part, EcoPeace advocates a swap between the supply of desalinated water for solar power, which it hopes will spur on peace. Jordan, for example, may be low on water, but it's full of open desert with 320 sunny days a year. Prince Hassan of Jordan has suggested that the prevailing water scarcity may not only be a problem, but actually an opportunity to bring about peace. 
Beyond the Holy Land, the dispute over water from the Tigris and Euphrates rivers pits Syria against Turkey and Iraq against both of them. All three countries want to use as much water as possible for irrigation and for generating electricity. Iraq also has to supply water to Baghdad and other major cities. Egypt obtains almost all of its water from the Nile, which comes from Sudan, Ethiopia, and other upstream states. With its increasing population, ever more intensive irrigation, and desire for a higher standard of living, Egypt looks acquisitively at upstream supplies. In 2018, Palestinian officials announced they were hoping to harness the sun's energy and reduce their dependence on Israel for electricity. The West Bank does not have enough power for its 3 million inhabitants and imports electricity mostly from Israel and, to a lesser extent, Jordan. In the Gaza Strip, power generation is paltry. 2 million Gazans struggle with an average of 4 hours of electricity a day at best. There is one power plant which generated 140 megawatts in 1999 when it was built, but in 2018 only produced 23 megawatts. The enclave imports 30 megawatts from Egypt and 120 from Israel. This is less than a third of the Strip's daily needs, estimated at up to 600 megawatts a day. The earth dries up and withers. The world languishes and withers. The exalted of the earth languish. The earth is defiled by its people. They have disobeyed the laws, violated the statutes, and broken the everlasting covenant. Therefore a curse consumes the earth. Its people must bear their guilt. Therefore earth's inhabitants are burned up, and very few are left. Isaiah 24, 4-6 in the last 100 years, wars in the Middle East and Gulf have been fought over energy, but one recent offshore gas discovery may lead to peaceful coexistence. The establishment of the Eastern Mediterranean Gas Forum in 2019 seeks to secure the combined energy needs for Cyprus, Egypt, Greece, Jordan, Israel and Palestine. According to the Financial Times, the forum is developing a regional natural gas market and exploiting the existing liquefied natural gas infrastructure in Egypt. This goes to show that, in theory at least, it's possible for these countries to work together, if only because physical resources do not observe human-made boundaries. Another major factor affecting the Holy Land environment is rapidly growing populations and the concurrent desire for improved standard of living, which contribute to increasing greenhouse gas emissions and air pollutants a reduction in natural and open spaces via urbanisation, overpumping of water sources beyond their replenishment rates, and deterioration of water quality. Palestine especially, but to a lesser extent Israel also, 
suffer from a high population density and a lack of natural resources. The population density in Palestine is 756 people per kilometre squared, compared to 387 in Israel. Despite the population density, there are too few renewable natural resources, which cause a deterioration of normal life and environment, water quality and scarcity, and a deterioration of agricultural land and forests. It shouldn't surprise the listener that environmentalists on all sides believe they cannot wait for a peace plan to be agreed before taking action against the drastic consequences on the Holy Land's environment and its inhabitants. Swifts returning to nest near the Western Wall 